All right, all right. Morning, team. A little bit off the pace this morning. Hopefully, uh, everyone can join us for a quick Wealth Coffee chat. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee chat, uh, Tuesday, the 14th of September. Hopefully, you're all awesome and well, wherever you are, team. Let's, uh, let's uh, make sure. Let's see if uh, we've got the audio right today. Let me know in the chat just quickly if you can hear me okay. Um, I think I had two mics turned on there for a second. Give me a, give me a moment. There we go. Only one mic coming through now. So hopefully that all works out. Hopefully the audio is on today, team. <laughs> all good, all good. Great. Good shout outs. Hey, uh, good to see all of you guys. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat, like I said before. Uh, welcome back to the regulars. Um, people like James and Alison and Alex and uh, Matthias, Alex, Jeff, Tony, Michelle, good morning. Good morning to you guys. Hopefully you've got a hot coffee wherever you are. A little bit later today, but uh, yeah, a little. it's been a pretty hectic couple of weeks. Uh, been good, very busy, productive, which is always nice and awesome. But uh, trying to uh, catch up a little bit, but uh, hopefully where you are, you've uh, got, got things under control. If you're new here, give us a shout out in the chat. Jason Witten is my name, like it says there on the screen. And uh, each morning, get together with this crazy crew, people like Jimmy and Zafar, and we, uh, we have a little wealth coffee chat, a cup of coffee, a bit of a chat about property investing. The idea of owning real estate for wealth in the future is a good one. Many of us are right into it. Uh, certainly people you'll meet in this neck of the woods uh, have a, a good plan. It's a long-term plan, team. You know, if you come for get rich quick in real estate, then you're in the wrong place, I reckon. Uh, buy well, never sell is our catch cry around here. And uh, this thing's a marathon, not a sprint. It will take time, but trust me, if you take the time to put into this and get yourself organized and, and tune it up as you go, you'll end up with a fantastic result. So welcome along to our Morning Wealth Coffee Chat. Today I wanted to talk to you about something that goes up often when this goes down. What do you guys reckon um, that is? What goes up uh, in correlation or has done in historic terms, what goes up often when this goes down? And uh, the challenge for many of us right now, which we are benefiting from this reduction in this thing that we are committed to using often, unless you've got plenty of cash laying around in your, uh, under your pillow or in your pocket, that thing is interest rates. When interest rates go down, folks, money gets cheaper and by default, often nine times out of 10, property prices go up in value. And last night we heard from Andrew Wilson, I've got one of his little charts on the back wall here on my television screen today. Uh, and it's a very interesting concept to understand the correlation between interest rates and property growth. And I've got a big question, I've got a question for all of us uh, a little bit later on when we have a bit of a sticky beak at what's going on here. If you have a look at the history since 2005, this chart, which is uh, a pretty good one. Right, I, can, I can draw on that, that's fine. Um, 
If you have a look at this chart, sort of 2005, over here, this era of very high interest rates was the mining boom era, mining boom number one. Now that was prior to 2008, and uh, I remember those heady times, which were fantastic. 2003, just over here, 2003 was when um, Positive Real Estate, PRE, was founded. Uh, myself and Sam got ourselves organized to get out there in the marketplace and help people invest in real estate. Uh, and we were a cash flow business, a cash flow business. And we had some pretty good property growth from a very low base in 2003 all the way through to um, probably 2008, 2009 when it came to the world of property. The interesting thing, we had interest rates go up at the same time. Property prices went up reasonably and interest rates went up reasonably. But what else went up at the same time, folks? I don't know if anyone remembers from last night, the chat, the conversation from Andrew. What else went up at the same time as interest rates and property prices in that sort of prior to 2010 time? Let me know if you know what it is. Where This was the last time we had this thing in our economy go up um, in that decade from about 2003 all the way to, through to about 2010. Does anyone know what that is. Interest rates went up, also house prices or values went up, but what else was going up at the same time supporting the house price rise at that point in time? Tell me in the chat team, um, what, do you, what, do, what do you guys think that that was? And while you guys are pontificating, uh, thanks for the shout out for last night's mentoring, uh, Alison. Yeah, there's some things kicking on now, which is good. Um, certainly, the knock-on effect, I talked about that yesterday, the, the ripple effect, was it yesterday the, or the day before? Uh, the ripple effect of you know, houses, townhouses, apartments, or um, you know, closer to town, further out, rolling out, whatever that might be, um, was, uh, was certainly very evident when we looked at the numbers last night. Aha, there you go, wages. Matt, you nailed it with the question mark. Wages, yes. But also, Jeff, I think, uh, Jeff, you're on the money as well there. What happened, team, at the same time, we had great wages growth, okay? Wages growth, and we also had record, record immigration, okay? So people coming into Australia, skilled labor coming in, which was, you know, quite uh, needed at that time with lots of jobs uh, available. Right now, team, uh, there are many jobs available. I was just chatting to uh, our accountant the other day. Uh, and in the accounting world, there's over a thousand jobs when it comes to the compliance work. There's a certain style of accounting work um, that there's over a thousand jobs available right now on the East Coast of Australia. And there's very little, there's bugger all people to fill the jobs. You know, it's crazy. So it's interesting right now, there's lots of jobs available but potentially the skills to fit the jobs that are available aren't, uh, aren't there for us uh, as the economy kicks back into gear. So we had a pretty good run of it here, team, and uh, we certainly had a great time. The GFC came along. The GFC came along and uh, values uh, got interrupted. Value rises got interrupted. But the government... The government and also the banks and the policymakers 
uh, they pulled the ripcord. So they reduced the interest rate, team. You know, that's close. That's We'll call that 4%. So, you know, think of this. That was a 50% reduction, close enough, 40% reduction in the cost, in the cost of buying real estate to you as an investor or you as a homeowner. And that's what governments have used and banks have used for decades and decades and decades and decades to ripstart the economy, kick it down the, the, the track a little bit um, as we go. Um, down here, we've got plenty of space as well. You know, there's plenty of room here. You know, we've got plenty of margin for the lenders to make a, a profit. There's plenty of room for the government to manoeuvre and, and uh, hopefully that kicks wages growth into play, et cetera, et cetera. The challenge has been, folks, as you guys saw last night, wage growth, um, has uh, gone flat, that, that's the interest rates, wage growth has gone flat for over uh, a decade. Okay, We haven't had uh, wage growth in Australia. So the challenge right now is we are now at record lows, team, down here. We're at record interest rate lows, record interest rate lows. We are now... Um, across many markets, experiencing um, experiencing a run on the real estate values because of the lowest in history, the lowest cost in history. Um, and uh, what now? This is a really interesting question. You know, um, I'm quite interested in seeing what happens here because, folks. Uh, chatting to Andrew last night, and I've been doing a fair bit of uh, research about this one. I'm interested to see, will the interest rates go back up? And uh, there is a lot of um, examples around the world, uh, Japan for one of them, that has had low interest rates or zero, close to zero interest rates for 20 years. 20 years. The low interest rate, the whole country is refinancing the whole country is getting their interest, their, their debts locked in at really low interest rates. And uh, uh, Andrew said it last night, the, uh, it would be fiscal, you know, harikari, fiscal uh, suicide to uh, pump those interest rates back up in any significant way. In the short term future, that would be anywhere between three to five years because that would put an enormous strain on the economy. They want money to flow in the economy um, and uh, I would be very interested to see what happens um, in five to 10 years. My call, folks, my call, uh, I am not an economist in any way, shape or form. I'm an observerist uh, and uh, a keen one at that. I think we will have low interest rates for a very long time. 10 to 20 years is my call and I'm calling sub 4% interest rates probably for the next 20 years. That's what I'm calling, but you know, I, I, it's a long time, 20 years, and a lot can go on in that period of time, right? But you know, once you get an economy addicted, I called it last night the crack cocaine of cheap money, the cheap money crack cocaine. Once everyone's on the gear, uh, it's hard to get off that one um, as we go along. So it'd be interesting to see what happens there, all right?
There you go. Uh, Craig, uh, it'd be interesting to see, um, you know, where where can the interest rates go now, folks? So if the, if the government and the lenders need to make some intervention now in the economy, what what do they have to do? Okay, and that's a question. What, what the government and the lenders cannot reduce the interest rates any further, or they probably could use it, reduce it a bit. Um, but what now? What now, folks? That's my question. What now? Okay. What now? What's going to happen? Well, I think there's two things going to happen. I think governments are going to have to spend money to stimulate the economy. I think we're going to see over the next decade some of the biggest infrastructure projects Australia has ever seen. I think that's going to be fantastic. Um, I think that's going to be great for this country. We need jobs. We need uh, economic activity. We need infrastructure. This country needs to have people and taxpayers and, and infrastructure to build this country up. Um, we, we've, we've uh, by, you know, in comparison, navigated the world of the COVID activity fairly, uh, fairly good in comparison. Alison thinks, hey, there might be some subsidies and taxes. Well, at the moment, Alison, it's interesting to see that for the short term, the government is giving certainly some tax breaks, pushing tax breaks out into the economy. Small business now is going to have its tax rate reduced from 27.5% to 25%. Uh, I think it might even be in now or next year. Um, there's grants and other things available. I think over the next few years, we're going to see um, stimulation from the government in one way, shape or form to spread the, the dollars and cents around. And I think eventually, Alison, I think we will see some, uh, some taxes clawing back some of this uh, spending and some of this debt. But I don't think it'll be, I personally don't think that's going to be a bad thing because for all of us team, we want our country to have amazing infrastructure. Amazing infrastructure in this country then, then attracts amazing people, and then we have uh, an amazing economy. And Australia does have a very good economy in comparison to its size uh, and population and so on, blah, blah, blah. All right, what now? What now for real estate? My question to you is what now for real estate? So Jason, you know, uh, if there's nowhere to go for interest rates, then, um, you know, if interest rates can't go down, and folks, like, that was a blunt instrument. When interest rates go down uh, and the economy's okay, um, people will pay more for real estate, especially, especially, folks, when we have an undersupply of real estate in our marketplace, right? Now, this has been fantastic. Great to see the housing market, so houses being approved, um, building approvals coming through into the marketplace. But team, don't get too uh, carried away. This is only 20,000, oh, not dollars. <clears throat> That's only 20,000 houses Okay, um, where we had a bit of a, a, a lull and a deficit 
we've only just made this this lull and deficit back up and that peak now is consisting of <coughs> millennials who have been out of the market for over 10 years and they're, uh, they're rejoining the economy and the property game right now, okay, in droves. That's not investors. Investors are quite down uh, low in this. But if you can see houses, that's for owner-occupiers. Um, but you can see in here, we are now down to record lows, record lows, folks, of other types of dwellings, multi-apartment dwellings, townhouses, and units as well. Overall, like Andrew said last night, we have a massive undersupply in this country right now. Imagine when they turn on 200,000 new people for immigration, immigration per year for the next 10 years. That's what's going to happen. That's my call. For the next 10 years, you will see Australia with a population boom. We will be in undersupply and we'll have cheap money. I think the real estate game, if we don't have the likes of APRA and other, you know, other government bodies trying to make some stupid intervention, uh, I think we're going to have some very good times of it. If, folks, if, what now? If you follow the rules when it comes to what is going to attract the most value, and tell me right now, uh, team, what type of property is going to attract the right value? And it's going to be the flight to quality, the live, work, play scenario, the live, work, play scenario for the next two decades, for the next 20 years. This COVID experience is going to be burned into people's psyche and they are going to remember things like lockdown and so on, and they will want to have in their dwellings, in their world, where can I live? I want it to be quality, et cetera, et cetera. All right? <laughs> yeah, don't listen to the tin pot turkeys. You're dead right, Michelle. Yeah, there will be plenty of carry-on malarkey. We were chatting with Andrew Wilson last night, team, and Sam and I were... Uh, we're thinking of doing a bit of a show on this one. Over the last 10 years, there's been about 20 people um, who've talked about the, the collapse of the Australian property market. Harry Dent, famous one. Harry Dipshit Dent, I call him. Uh, he's come to Australia three or four times to sell his stupid book. Um, and, and, and the misinformed have eaten it up. Oh, the real estate market's overvalued in Australia. I mean, seriously? Why would you listen to an American fool who has, doesn't even own real estate in Australia, doesn't even fucking live here, excuse the French, oops. <laughs> Why would you listen to that idiot who wrote a book, who's trying to flog you his book about investing in real estate in Australia? What a joke, team. Don't do that. <laughs> Tin pot turkeys. Crikey, I tell you. Anyway, you guys are awesome. Thanks for hanging out this morning. Hope that makes sense. Interest rates are low. What now? Team, never in the last 20 years has it been more important to understand the flight to quality and this dimension. COVID has burned it into our psyche. 
And that's where the greatest value, that's where the greatest safety um, and reliability will be into the future um, as we roll along. Team, that's it for me today. Um, big shout out to Andrew Wilson last night. He's a he's an awesome dude. He, he provides all these charts and stuff like that. Um, thanks for joining us last night on uh, mentoring as well. But that's it from me, team. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted for one more day, Tuesday the 14th of September. You guys uh, have a good one and uh, join me tomorrow. I'll, <laughs> I'm going to try and be here on time, 8.05, 8.05 for our Wealth Coffee Chat. All right. You guys are awesome wherever you are. Until we chat tomorrow, take care. Bye for now.